Hello and welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast of the California MBA featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you could join us today. Before we get to today's guest, I'd like to thank our Connect podcast sponsor, Incelerate. Thanks, Susan, and thanks for listening. This is Josh Wren, CEO and founder of Incelerate. We're grateful for our partnership with the CMBA and are committed as a company to help lenders close more loans. We do this with our customer experience platform that has a CRM, lead management, marketing, automation, robust content library, desktop and mobile applications. We do this to help you engage and stay connected to your current borrowers, referral partners, past borrowers, and potential new ones. If you want to find out why we're the fastest growing CRM provider in the mortgage industry, please reach out to us and ask for a demo. Okay, thanks, Josh. And uh, that brings me to today's guest. Uh, It is my great pleasure to bring my good friend, uh, Nicole Booth, who is Chief Marketing Officer with QC Ally. Nicole, welcome. Thank you for having me, Susan. Uh, we have uh, um, we have known each other for a good long while. Uh, I still remember meeting you uh, at the MBA um, National Advocacy Conference, I believe, all those years ago. Uh, and we were talking about, I don't know, whatever crazy legislation we were worried about in California at that time. <laughs> well, pick one, right? Pick one. <laughs> we lose track over the years. But, um, you know, many of our members know you from, uh, you know, creating and uh, and building, leading government relations teams uh, and public affairs teams. Um, and so it's interesting to me, why did you decide to kind of move to um, the marketing and business side? And tell me a little bit about how that transition has gone for you. Yes. So, as you know, I worked for a congressman on Capitol Hill in D.C. and I worked on the rocket mortgage government affairs team and built a public affairs team at Notarize. So I loved being part of the forward thinking and defense strategies around government work and how that tied to the housing industry. And over the last few years, I've had some amazing guidance from sponsors and mentors like yourself. And I found I loved the partnership of humans, process, technology, and what that could mean for the housing industry in the future. So to do that, to move forward with that passion, I needed to take a leap to the business side to make a difference. And, you know, the skills transfer over pretty great. There's, you know, influence, strategy, vision, creating a narrative, a story, coalition building. The pillars of moving legislation and policy directly correlate to driving business growth and innovation. You're just shifting your audience. That's a great, um, that's a great analogy. And I think that you know, when I was a uh, hundred years ago, when I was young and uh, worked in the state capital in California, I thought, my gosh, like nothing I'm learning now is ever going to translate to anything. But that could not be farther from the truth, right? Could not be farther from the truth. So, um, our members might know QC Ally by their former former name, IncoCheck. Um, can you provide some information on why the company decided to rebrand? Yeah, sure. Happy to do it. So IncoCheck's been around since 2000 and was acquired by Narrow Gauge Capital in March 2022. Um, The privately held company has an amazing foundation of excellence and quality um, built by the IncoCheck leadership. And so with the acquisition, though, we wanted to build upon that foundation and think about scaling for the future. 
Um, we wanted to celebrate IncoCheck, but align with you know what's next in our core value proposition and our mission. Um, we're a tech-enabled loan quality and audit services um, company focused on quality, excellence, and partnership. And so rebranding as QC Ally, which was previously the tech portion of, of IncoCheck represented our next chapter. Got it, got it. Um, with the industry looking to uh, increase access to home ownership, what should lenders be thinking about to ensure they're maintaining a healthy risk management process? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, we've seen a lot going, there's a lot going on in this market cycle and um, what we're seeing in the headlines. You know, um, we, QC Ally recently hired uh, Kristen Broadley as our chief innovation officer. She had 20 years at Rocket Mortgage as well. And um, she has an, she's been an amazing evangelist in this arena um, for a long time. And so I've been learning from her as well, um, including, you know, she says things like lenders should be focused on the power of pre-funding reviews for loan quality. Um, and in fact, she brought it up with Bill Cleary at uh, from Fannie Mae, who was on your recent webinar on November 10th. And so when we're talking about the pre power of pre-funding reviews, the, pre, the power of pre-fund audits, it's testing, monitoring, um, feedback loops in real time with first line business partners. It's post-closing, reinforcing that the strategy and tactics were successful in keeping within your uh, within a lender's um, risk tolerance levels. It's making sure you're using component testing, which um, is very underused at this point. But all of these, this power of pre-fund supports your post-closing and servicing audits as well. So think of she tells she always tells me like think of the post-close as you're fixing your car after an auto accident, but if you use the power of pre-fund review, that's your preventative car maintenance to ensure safety on the front end. So a strong QC program, understanding your risk tolerance, um, means trust for new products and possibly opening the credit box, ultimately driving revenue growth for the lender, especially in a time where things are tight. Right, yeah, and it's important to have your eye on on risk management in an era when we're trying to increase home ownership, right? It's always that balancing act, right? For sure. I mean, you it gives you the opportunity to build some confidence and trust in the system so you can do things, uh, you can look at more creative products, you know? Um, it, it's just something that, you know, lenders uh, can use as a tool for driving revenue growth versus worrying about just the risk part. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, you have mentioned the idea of enterprise loan quality. Can you expound on what you mean by that? Yes, so defining enterprise loan quality is evolving and you can expect to hear more from QC Ally and, and this concept in the upcoming year. So I'm previewing a little bit of what's coming, we're excited. But think of it as an opportunity to build that trust and confidence that we just talked about in the mortgage manufacturing process from application to payoff. You know, loan quality starts with the, again, that power of pre-funding reviews, but can support a lender's process through post-close and into servicing as well. So again, we'll have more to come in that concept in the new year. That's exciting. So, you know, we have so much growth at QCLI over the past few months. Um, what does 2023 uh, look like? What do you have in store for QCLI in the coming year? It's, you know, again, when we're looking at, at headlines, like, 
Um, we're, we're empathetic. We've been working with a lot of clients, but it's a really exciting time to be at QC Ally. This fall, we added a lot of new leadership and we've been reviewing processes, tech offerings, all of our internal activities. Um, you know, we have a very supportive board, Faith Schwartz, who is the CEO of Housing Finance Strategies, as well as Steve Spees, who was an executive at Fannie Mae, sit on our board. So we have excellent uh, education and strength and wealth of knowledge there. Um, and Incotech has a long history of partnership with its, we call them client allies instead of um, client partners. So excellence in client services. <coughs> and as we head into 2023, we'll continue to work on strengthening those relationships and activate and then activating some of those outcomes of our internal reviews, as well as activating our leadership externally within the mortgage space. Um, so whatever direction we take, it'll be around the quality, excellence, and partnership. And, and that partnership will remain core to our mission as we move into the new year. That's fantastic. And I'm just, uh, there's somebody that's watched you uh, over the past handful of years, Nicole. I'm just so happy for you and uh, very happy for QCLI to have somebody like you in uh, in their leadership. Thank you. Uh, you know, I've been uh, I've been grateful for uh, not only our our friendship and our great working relationship, but also your support for the California MBA and all of the positions that you've held in the years that we've known each other. Can you share why it's important to support the California MBA? Yeah, I mean, where would we be without the California MBA? And I mean that genuinely. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the California MBA, you and your team. I mean, California is one of the most important states in the housing industry. First and foremost, the California MBA is the voice of the housing industry in California. That means you're creating a network of partnership between regulators, legislators, tech lenders, all across the industry. And it's important, it's an important place where we can hold those conversations about protecting the consumer, but also modernizing processes as we move forward in, in this space. And then the CMBA is so great about education as well. When I first started in the mortgage space, I knew nothing because, you know, I don't, I mean, I know they're working on an education into the mortgage space at, at the National MBA. Um, but at, at this point where I started, there wasn't a ton of education except through groups like the California MBA. So I relied on the California MBA's conferences and panels and webinars to help me learn about the important issues as well as who the leaders in the space were, because California has a ton of housing industry leaders and it was a great place to go. So education was key to understanding that lay of the land and the California MBA provided that voice of the industry in conjunction with the education, creating this amazing collaborative network um, where one can accelerate. Like me, if there was no CMBA, I probably wouldn't be a QC ally. So I'm very grateful for my time and experiences there. Well, you've always been a very active member, and I think that's uh, that's the key to it, too. Uh, um, and thank you for all of your support over the years. And thanks for being uh, on the Connect podcast today. It's been great. Thank you. And don't forget to donate to the California MBA PAC. It's very, very important. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes, I will be sure to put a link to the, uh, the way that they can contribute to this <laughs> podcast today, right? Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole, and uh, thanks to all of you for joining us on today's episode of Connect. Uh, to access any of our episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on um, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify.
That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect. Here we go.